0: good day and welcome to another one of Stebo systems data matters podcasts uh, today is actually a special edition we're very excited to bring this forward to you um, my name is Doug Kimball I'm the VP of global Solutions strategy at Stebo systems and very excited to have an analyst from Forrester join us for our discussion today on data transparency uh, we're joined by Noel Johanna of Forrester so Noel if you want to introduce yourself and give us a, a big a quick background
1: yeah absolutely Um, This is Noel Johanna, analyst with Forrester. And um, at Forrester, I cover um, data management, data integration, data warehouses, um, and also cloud computing, uh, master data management. And um, as you can tell, these are related topics uh, which uh, engage with customers, uh, including the Fortune 1000 companies. Uh, They keep on kind of asking me about (laughs) all the data challenges they are running into uh, so I'm uh, kind of I'm going to shed some light around what are the people asking us about um, and and what are the things uh, we are recommending as well.
0: Great, thank you. And uh, also joined by our chief marketing officer, Jens Olivarius. Uh, Jens, can you give us a bit of your background, please? Yeah, thank you, Doug. Thanks for having me on here.
2: Um, yeah, as you mentioned, uh, chief marketing officer for Steepo Systems. Um, but you know, before that, got about a quarter century of uh, experience in the it industry and uh, most of that time i've been with companies that have been squarely focused on data and so in that sense uh, really happy to be here on uh, this podcast and having the opportunity to talk with yourself and noel about uh, the importance of data and not the least uh, data
0: transparency excellent well, with that, uh, let's jump right into it. So today's topic, as you probably have gathered, is data transparency. And really, we've talked a lot about data transparency. It's it's really the heart of so many of the problems that our customers face. And without that data transparency, it challenges uh, the success of business outcomes. It it really tries to enable that whole process and that we the, the that effective delivery of a culture of openness, uh, of trusted data, and really driving that, that willingness to share data, even when it might be uncomfortable. And so we've heard a lot of research around this topic. Uh, one of the questions I want to kick it off with is really talking about this. Is we've looked at the research. For example, ninety-four uh, percent of the CEOs out there say that data about customer and client preferences are important, but only forty-two percent of those same CEOs think the same about their data around the impact of climate change in their business. So there's a lot of things we can we can look at this. So one of the questions I want to start with you, Noel, on is do you view data transparency? as an objective that the CEOs and the de- the business decision makers that you interact with do they really strive for that uh, if so why and if not why not
1: yeah um doug that's a very good question um, what's what's interesting is um, a lot of organizations uh, struggle um, with uh, data and analytics uh, they are not able to make this good business decisions you know um, in fact you know uh, based on our research uh, almost uh, you know 90% of the companies obviously claim right they want to improve their data and analytics insights in better decision making yet about 90 plus percentage also are are finding it challenging to actually de- drive those insights um, quickly enough in a manner which is more trusted as well and th- that's a big challenge uh, because you know most of these <laughs> decisions people are making, it's mostly uh, gut experiences, right? I mean, the fact is that there's experience level decision they are doing, or maybe just an opinion, as opposed to actually leveraging data, um, which is critical for their businesses, right? So data transparency is definitely an important direction uh, for these uh, CEOs and these organizations, especially as you want to improve the business outcomes, right, as they want to make it more efficient uh, mm-hmm. in, in terms of business decision-making as well. Uh, and obviously, it obviously has a competitive advantage, uh, you know, beneficial as well, right? But the fact is that uh, the data is locked up. <laughs> locked up in silos. It's locked up in the tapes and drives and systems. And now we have cloud actually as well, right? So a lot of these data decisions cannot be made more efficiently just because the data is not available to these business uh, users in a timely manner right and and this is obviously uh, keeps up (laughs) a lot of these folks uh, awake in the night because uh, how do you make decisions that can improve the bottom line right Uh, improve the revenues improve the customer experiences Uh, so definitely uh, it, it is you know their transparency is definitely an important agenda but the question is they struggle to achieving that goal uh, because of the fact that uh, data transparency is not really an initiative, uh, which is driven in, in most organizations, they, they they claim they are doing it. But in essence, when you look at the, the statistics, uh, people are still struggling with it No.
0: And I, and I love what you said about data being locked up and not accessible. And so Jens, I know you and I have chatted in many different cases about getting access to data and data transparency. What, what's your perspectives on that?
2: Well, I think uh, first and foremost, I, I think that uh, no, there's no doubt in my mind that it is a uh, data transparency is indeed an objective uh, for CEOs and other uh, business decision makers uh, to strive for, because it is very, very clear that it has an impact on the bottom line. I think, Noel, you talk a lot to uh, some of the impacts on the on the, uh, sort of inside the companies in terms of the business processes and so on. But I also think that there are businesses where it's very, very clear that there's a lot of uh, potential revenue to be had if you understand your customers and not the least if those customers have trust in you. And that trust comes really from, you know, among other things, at least, it comes from companies being very transparent. And in that sense, I think data transparency is, is in many ways a new and very important competitive differentiator for, for companies. It's truly a way that if you understand your your customer, you understand their needs, and you cater to those by being transparent about the information about your products and services and so on, you can make a lot more money than your
0: competitors. Uh, definitely. And it, when we it talk about transparency, there, there's a quote I often refer back to from uh, actually the CEO of Grupo Bimbo, <clears throat> And he says, being transparent is not just about putting data into the public domain, but about the intention and transparency must always benefit consumers it's not simply just for companies to demonstrate how great they are and i think there's a lot behind that that speaks to why this transparency delivers such value so yeah if we take the another look at, at research i'm sorry go ahead Noelle, was there a comment there please
1: no 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 absolutely i mean i was just actually thinking about one of the customer conversation i was having recently and you know what what was interesting is that um this uh, business uh, analyst was mentioning that uh, they just discovered, so to speak, <laughs> uh, recently that they had this data locked up um, for 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 many, many years actually, and it was uh, wasn't really being used for analytics and insights actually and and that was a critical data set that they have been they have been collecting for for many, many years, right so and I think that exactly is a, the biggest problem out there, you know that we got um, ample amount of data um, yet those data is not being able to be leveraged in a manner which is uh, making the right decisions right because we don't really leverage all data in fact based on our statistics uh we found that only 30 35 percent of data today in an organization on an average is used for analytics only about 30 35 percent on an average now that is interesting because the fact that what about the remaining uh, 60 percent right the whole notion is that can we leverage more data sets actually towards driving these decisions, right? So uh, the data transparency uh, from what we've gathered from organizations is that you really need to actually have a, a complete view, a trusted information data across all of the line of businesses, across the enterprise to make accurate business decisions and also most importantly in real time uh, because no one actually wants to do you know, five-year, uh, five days old data uh, anymore, I guess, right? Everyone wants the data in real time. And I think uh, that's the biggest challenge uh, which organizations are running into, anyway.
2: Hmm. I, I think that's an excellent point, Noel. And, and I think, you know, th- there's no doubt in, in, in any of our minds, I think, that there's a lot of data available out there. Um, part of the, the and I mean, and I'm maybe a bit biased here in that I represent Steve Systems, but I believe that we have a lot of technology available to actually harness the data. But I think there's also a little bit of a gap between the aspiration of truly creating the data transparency, utilizing the data for analysis and so on, and the competences in the companies. Uh, So, so teams need to not only have the data available and the technology to sort of suss out the meaning uh, behind the data and so on, but there's also something in terms of the competences as to how do we then take action on that data? How do we utilize it in our decision processes? How do we make sure that we move from a discussion that's not just sort of based on emotions and gut feeling and all that, but truly to trust the data and and uh, look each other in the eyes and, and make solid decisions based on that?
1: Yeah, that's a very good point actually you, you bring. Uh, I, I think uh, that is true. I mean, the, the more important thing is, okay, data could be available, <laughs> But is it being utilized more effectively in in business? Uh, and and I think you know uh, that that's I think uh, the challenge itself is understanding the data is important, right? Um, so there are two things happening. One is uh, around the technology front. Obviously, we are on this journey towards automating like right, all these business processes and and make this more more efficient as much as possible, right? So the time it takes to integrate transform data, to be able to leverage the data, uh, is taking a lot longer, right? And, and, and can this be done in an automated manner? That, that's obviously a big drive today in the industry. Uh, we're not there yet completely, right? I mean, this is a lot of <laughs> learning and understanding because we got structured data, unstructured data, semi-structured data. We've got all these new sources of data coming in, like social data and, and IoT data. But more importantly is... Um, can the system itself become more intelligent to actually driving that level of in integration, transformation, uh, and, and also pro- providing the value of data uh, a lot quicker, right? So, But but to help these organizations to drive better decisions, right? So so the tooling uh, and the software and the solutions and the services are definitely helping around those elements. Right? So that's one big area. And then the second area is also... Um, uh, providing these whole platforms for these um, business users, business analysts uh, in a manner which is more persona-driven, right? Uh, Because normally you'd have generalized tools over the past many, many decades. But now we're looking at these persona-based tooling, uh, which is very specific to the personas they're dealing with. Um, And and when you actually have persona-based tooling, which can really uh, make you productive, uh, that changes everything, right? And I think that's what we see this trend today. Uh, persona based tooling for having business analysts tooling uh, different than what you know, IT may demand, right? Or data engineers may be looking at it, or data architects, or or even business users may be looking at it in terms of data uh, manipulation, transformation, or visualization or dashboarding and what have you. Right? So, so the tooling becomes very critical as well, right? So, yeah. yeah.
0: great, great dialogue. And it it actually is scary, Noel, when you mentioned that statistics about. 30, you know, using 30% of the data to drive the analytics, which I'm assuming is driving analytics decisions for 100% of the company. So that, that there's a huge, yep. huge gap in the amount of data that's being shared for business purposes. Yep. Uh, yep. Another thought. So there's so,
1: more ahead, more potential is there. I mean, I, I think there's a lot of more potential here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and I think, you know, over the last five, seven years, we got the big data and, and Hadoop and data lakes, which have emerged as a result of that, right, that we are able to deal with this all data which wasn't being able to be u- utilized or leveraged because they were sitting in files or they were sitting in, on streams of, of, of platforms which wasn't uh, leveraged uh, at all, right? So the, so what we have seen is that uh, based on our research, uh, we have seen is that uh, if organizations leverage more data, uh, they seem to have a, a better... Uh, you know efficient uh, team and 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 also decision making is a lot uh, better in terms of their revenue because uh, those people who have been g- g- leveraging more data sets have been the leaders and when you say leaders uh, these guys actually have been getting more than ten percent of their growth year after year um, versus organizations who have not been leveraging a lot of data right so it definitely it shows uh, you know, having more data you know one people should not be afraid of. <laughs> number one, number two is leveraging data is good because now you have tooling to help you drive better decision, you know.
2: Mm. And, I, and I, th- I think you're absolutely right. And well, I think also that it's um, it's pretty clear that you know you can have this ambition of wanting to create more data transparency and so on. You can have the ambition that your organization is gonna be make more fact-based decisions and all that. But with that also comes a, a cultural shift, you know, so you have as a as a leader of that company, you have to drive that cultural shift as well. And, and I think it's it's important not to forget that part, you know, so there's a, you know, I think, an, a, a, you know, a challenge for the, the leaders of the company to chart out sort of what do we want to do, the ambition in terms of the data transparency and why, why it's good for the business as something about getting the right technology to support it and unlock that data and then there's this of driving that cultural change to truly embrace the data and that type of thinking and working inside the company
0: yeah
1: and i guess uh, culture uh, culture change obviously happens when you have better tooling uh, and better and and when you make people more productive (laughs) Uh, and, and i think i think culture automatically changes as a result of that right um, because the fact that, I mean, if you have uh, traditional legacy tooling platforms that are not able to help them, right, the culture is obviously not going to be uh, changed. And, and I think, you know, with the modern visualization and dashboards, um, people are realizing that they are able to make better decisions um, for the tasks they are, they are responsible for. Uh, which I think, uh, what which I think is definitely uh, a lot of beneficial for these companies,
0: you know. Yeah. Well, on that decision making, do you feel that as as we as a you know business trans, you know move towards transparency more, do you feel that's going to help to solve that gap in the CEO's ability or the CDO's ability or the CMO's ability, any of those, to make those accurate and timely decisions? I mean, we've had a challenge in that ability, and you you called some of that out with your data points. Do you think that having transparency or better data transparency will help us solve that?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, the fact is that um, it is, um, as I mentioned, uh, today, if you're not able to make timely, accurate decisions, <laughs> you need to actually have some sort of uh, initiatives to do with data, right? And, and, and people talk about data, digital transformation or data transformation. Uh, and, and, you know, you can call different initiatives, but leads least the same thing. That we need to actually have um, data for doing these uh, decisions, right? You want to be able to drive value from data, and as I mentioned, uh, we can't drive value from data because it's in in these silos, it's it's, it's disconnected, it's not being leveraged, it's not being uh, being able to uh, provide that level of uh, you know federation, uh, and then I think you know so definitely you know when you have data transparency kind of model. Uh, you're looking at this uh, trusted data, right? Um, and, and consistency of data is very important. <laughs> because imagine more than 30% of data in an organization today, on an average, is duplicated. Now, that is a scary number because when you have 30% of data duplicated, well, you could be picking up r- wrong pieces of data, and, and that data could be transformed <laughs> as a result. You may be getting inconsistent reports. We have seen that, actually, with organizations where two or three different departments will get reports um, which uh, have differences in, in them, the reports are differences. And, and, and reporting uh, is just because the source of data was transformed uh, in a manner which wasn't consistent. Uh, so I would say data transparency uh, definitely needs were this uh, trusted, real-time, consistent data uh, which organizations need. Uh, and, and we have seen this with the leaders, as I mentioned, those leaders who are gaining like ten percent of, of, uh, of gro- revenue growth every year after a year, uh, those who are making more effe- effective uh, use of data are the ones which actually are really driving uh, this data transparency kind of thing. In fact, you know data transparency is definitely a big initiative for those companies who are these leaders uh, so definitely you know the CO- CEOs definitely should. <laughs> Uh, if not, you uh, know, look at these uh, initiatives, especially to close the gap, right, uh, to making this uh, better decision, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, I mean, if you look at the CEO and, and for that matter, the remaining uh, C-suite, uh, you know, there's, there's always been a need to make uh, timely and accurate uh, decisions. But, but obviously, timely and accurate decisions today look very different from what it did 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And that's driven a lot, uh, by what what's happening around us what's happening uh with with customers and and so on so there's a obviously with the digitalization of everything you have to be able to to make those decisions much much faster and and much more accurately and i think that's a key driver uh on the internal lines and certainly also uh, towards uh, customers why we've seen all these uh, digital transformation projects you know and and so on where we've tried to apply um, artificial intel- intelligence and machine learning and and all sorts of other interesting things. I, I think though that it's my impression at least that in, in, in our desire to take on some of these new technologies uh, you know we've had high hopes and so on but reality is that we've not necessarily um, realized the benefits from it yet simply because we haven't had enough focus on the underlying data so you can, you know, you, you can put a lot of faith in new technology and so on, but if you don't get the underlying data right, um, then you're not gonna ultimately be in a position where you can make your uh, accurate and timely decisions. So I think there's a little bit of, you know, focus on the right things here. Uh, that is, yeah. is, is is my experience. I that's,
1: a, that's a very good point you had mentioned, I guess, you know, uh, I, I think the context of data is very important, the context. Um, you know, you may have terabytes, and hundreds of terabytes into petabytes of data <laughs> it doesn't mean more data means a good thing you know right. um but but question is what is the context of data what kind of data is associated with that customer data uh, associated with that product data associated with that employee data right can you make those connections to data right and and this connection of data is the most important thing And and you know some of these connections cannot be done so like manually because we have now more sources than ever before uh and that's the reason why um it's become more complex right when you when you only had two systems <laughs> it was a lot easier to provide that level of context right when you have a thousand systems running uh and, and thousands of sources running uh, it becomes uh, difficult itself, right? The context of data is important, and, and that connections of data is the most important thing. In fact, uh, based on our research, we have found that c- connected data is one of the top initiatives in organizations today. And why is that? Because the fact that connections of data uh, drives better business outcomes and better bu- business decision-making, right, process. Um, so it's not just, okay, I got these five terabytes of data here, I got like this one petabyte of data here, uh, and the, all this is good, uh, but question is, <laughs> what do I do with this, I guess, right? <laughs> how, how do I actually provide that level of uh, you know, integration and semantics uh, to dry, driving better decisions, right? So, so data transparency is not just about collection of data, but also the knowledge, right? Uh, the understanding the, the what kind of outcomes you're going to drive with that data. And, and you know, technology is helping to some extent to driving those uh, endpoints and, and integration points uh, but today, obviously, manually also that needs to be done, right? The data architects, enterprise architects, developers, but also business analysts, the business users have to all come together uh, towards uh, kind of providing that uh, aspects of it, you know, so, yeah.
0: I, I love the comment around con- context and connecting data, and it's it's such a critical piece of what we talk about when it comes to master data management in general and bringing those data points together. Uh, here's a question. I'm going to put a bit of a contrary hat on. Um, You know, we've heard, you know, obviously we talked about big data for quite a long time. There's a lot of excitement around that. Uh, Visibility and collaboration are big buzzwords. Is transparency a buzzword or really something we are gonna work towards? And I guess if you, uh, you know, if you feel it's something we're gonna work towards, uh, what are the best ways to get to data transparency over the next few years for an organization? How do they make that journey?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I I guess, the data transparency could be called uh, uh, under a different uh, initiative. You know, like there's data literacy initiative. We know organizations are embarking as well, right? So, but if you look at data literacy, um, data transform uh, transparency, uh, data transformation, digital transformation, it kind of, kind of leads to the same kind of thing uh, that you need to be able to recognize, evaluate, work with this data more efficiently to driving those contexts of business priorities and outcomes, right? And, and the more important thing is, um, is this re- reality? I would say for larger companies, this is a, an initiatives, uh, initiative that's, that's being, um, being leveraged today. Uh, where are they on that journey? It's mostly, uh, a, it's a journey, right? You, you can't be saying, okay, I'll be done with the data transparency project <laughs> in two months or six months. Uh, you can't really finish those projects. Um, this is an ongoing initiative, which will take forever. But the question is, you got to get on this journey, which will start to um, put a perspective about data, putting the center, putting data in the center of the organization, and uh, having all these business groups work with this data for collaboration, for business uh, better decisions, right? And you got to use technologies and people and processes together in in driving that, right? So. So people call all these different buzzwords to us whenever I'm on a call with a the customer. They may be talking about digital transformation and we de- when you dig deeper, it's all about data transparency, right? So I, I guess, you know, it, it all depends, but, but this is an important initiative, right? It's all about providing that single view of that information, right? Providing consistent, as I mentioned, trusted, real-time, connected data, right? It's all about that, right? It's all about consistency, trustedness of data, uh, and, and also having, um, data which is uh, available for all the applications and insights and analytics in, in a very uh, you know, condensed and, and um, integrated manner in other words <laughs> being leveraged by all these different processes uh, in in, a, in the most efficient manner so
2: mm. I totally agree with well, you. Know, I, I definitely think this is a journey. I do think that transparency and subsequently data transparency is, is 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 much more than a buzzword. And and the reason I say that is I'm kind of going back to why is it that we are talking about uh, transparency, and that really comes back to to us uh, as as individuals, as uh, both uh, consumers in a private context and as buyers in a in a business context. You know, we we need to we want to understand uh, what it is that we are buying we want to understand the environmental impact of the products that we are buying you know the how they were transported to us uh, things along those lines we want to understand the socioeconomic economic uh, impact of of the the supply chain that uh, the the product comes from and so on so, so there's a lot of things that's driving that and and that is coming back to companies that they need to be able to surface that kind of information that kind of data to uh, customers and in consumers um, in order to 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 get their business basically so again that that's why I'm I'm thinking you know at the at the end of the day this is really uh, you know much more than a buzzword this is truly yeah. a about creating a a competitive, competitive differentiation you know that if you can provide this you are more likely to get the business of, of those people, uh, where you meet their needs and expectations
0: in terms of of, of providing uh, the transparency they uh, they they expect. Great, great. Um. So, Noel, you obviously you speak to a lot of different companies, a lot of organizations and providers out there. Um. Who do you uh, who have you run into that you feel does data transparency well? Are there are there companies doing this in a good fashion?
1: Well, I mean, the the whole notion is um data uh, transparency, um, we have seen, um, especially um, in the financial services sector, um, and and also the retail sector, uh, definitely um, have been embracing it uh, quite aggressively, um, and, and 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 even healthcare. You know, I mean, healthcare uh, has been also embracing it. But you know, it, it depends on 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 the, on the journey as we talk about, right? Where are you on the journey? <laughs> Uh, some may be like 20% on that journey uh, of where we see uh, mature organizations, some may be on the 50% of where they are done with it, right? And I, I, th- I think, you know, this is, um, it, it'll all depend, um, a lot of companies are putting this to perspective um, as to, uh, you know, we don't want to create a data transparency kind of initiative in, in general, right? There's always a, a, a kind of a use case that's driving some of these initiatives, right? Like, uh, we have seen like in digital transformation some of the key initiatives which people have called uh, called out in their uh, digital transformation journey <clears throat> has been around improving the customer experience as one of the top initiatives right so customer experience is definitely one of the critical components of success right how do you measure success is the customer experience right because it's the bottom line because your revenue may be impacted i guess so you may be having a good data transparency initiative going on But guess what, if a uh, customer experience is is terrible, then it's not gonna be a good idea, right? So so some of these have to tie towards this initiatives uh, which drives um, outcomes and business um, revenue impact. So we've seen customer experience uh, obviously as a big one, uh, but also, you know, reducing cost is definitely one of the elements which uh, people are engaging with data transparency kind of initiatives, because they have too many systems going on, right, as I mentioned. Too many different processes going on can we consolidate some of these uh, systems and initiatives um, or, or pipelines and workflows to really make it more productive but also reduce cost i guess you know as well right and that's uh, I think we've seen companies do that especially in the healthcare <laughs> healthcare has got a lot of these processes running in which are legacy in nature uh, which obviously takes forever just to move data around and, and also provide some insights uh, so they have taken on this data transparency issues just to reduce uh, the the cost and, and improve the efficiencies as well uh, we have seen companies also uh, talk about revenue growth Revenue growth is an important area um how can you actually drive revenue growth uh, You know which can improve uh, the the company's kind of bottom lines right 10 percent 20 percent growth uh, and then you know their transparency is all about can we really drive uh, valuable insights quickly enough right towards driving those um, uh, top initiatives. So this is something which we've seen customers do as well, right? But, but to answer your question, I would say normally larger organizations, as I mentioned, um, you know, some of the retailers, uh, financial services, healthcare organizations uh, we speak to definitely are on that journey of data transparency. And, you know, and, and I think, you know, <laughs> what's interesting is everyone is on a different kind of a you know, timeline on that journey, uh, depending on when they got started. and and how much uh, information they've gotten control over uh, in terms of, uh, you know, driving results. Um, So, you know, but it's interesting to see that, you know, a lot of these companies are taking data transparency a lot seriously in terms of their
0: initiatives, you know. All right, great. Um, All right, so wrapping this up, uh, we've got kind of a two part question. I actually want to have Jens take this one first and then Noel want you to to bring it home for us. So Jens, looking at it from a a C-suite. Um, what can the C-suite do from a a strategic perspective? In other words, how do they bring this into the organization? So that's one view, some of the top down. And then we look at it from, you know, the users, the people actually that get their hands into the data. What can the users help to do uh, to provide feedback to management to say, let's make data a very strategic part of what we do?
2: Yeah, so I think uh, first and foremost, uh, this starts with sort of an assessment of where, where 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 are your business where is your business story? Um, you know are we are we challenged on the customer experience as um, as, as noel mentioned uh, are we challenged on uh, the internal lines in terms of lack of efficiency in our processes are we challenged by a recent uh, acquisition. Um, what is the challenge? You know, so so try and, and and sort that out first. And I think that is indeed a a, a good uh, dialogue between sort of uh, users in in the company and and uh, and management. And then I think uh, articulate a a shared and very, but very clear ambition about what you want to accomplish with transparency. So which of these challenging areas is it that you really want to to focus on and then i think we 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 need to get into the evaluation of you know what what technology is it that you need to uh, to to use to do that how which which are the data domains that you need to bring together in order to create that uh, that overview that you need to make some solid decisions in, in in those areas and then finally uh it's it's i think it's about uh, again establishing a, a, a slightly different culture so in in many ways as a as a leadership team you need to kind of facilitate that change into a truly data driven uh, organization one that truly embraces the data and and information and uh, will sort of always use that to feed into the decision making yeah right,
1: and great. i agree and uh, i agree uh, with those comments uh, Jens. Um, it it is uh, you know uh, the the heart of the of the data is is this metadata right <laughs> as well where where you need to understand the context of data right so basically uh, it's it's about data it's data about data I guess right <laughs> that, that's what metadata means but but the more important thing is the con- context I mentioned um, is is one critical component of understanding the data. Uh, Getting, getting the business users, uh, you know, to leverage data is an important direction, right? And as I mentioned, the tooling plays a very big role, uh, especially, um, you know, having tools which are simple to use, uh, easy to use, uh, can, can drive those results a lot quicker for these different personas, right? You have to have persona-based tooling, uh, which is critical. Uh, not having a general tool for everyone. <laughs> everyone is different. So the thing is, you got to have these tools for those personas who can leverage the data in a more efficient manner uh, for these for these different companies. And, and, you know, once you start to understand the data, they are able to contribute a lot. These business users are able to contribute a lot because of the fact they know that the value of the data uh, is a lot m- uh, more than what they've done in the past, right? Because they're able to make better decisions of, through the reporting, the dashboarding, and what have you. Um, so it's a kind of like a life cycle, right? I mean, you start to look at the data, you analyze it, and then you provide that uh, context back into this uh, loop, a feedback loop, which goes into a, in a circle, uh, which uh, improves the data quality, the data insights for all of the others as well, right? <laughs> because sometimes people may be missing the point just because the data wasn't very well um, contextualized. So, so that's how, what we see as well, right? But definitely the CEOs should be looking at solutions, uh, right? And solutions that how they can tie all these things together uh, and, and be able to drive more value a lot of uh, the data quicker as well, right? So that's important. Solutions definitely help a lot. Uh, the culture obviously uh, is important direction uh, because you gotta change the culture as well about the data, about how data could be leveraged <laughs> in different groups uh, more efficiently. Uh, and, and as well, uh, you know, as uh, also understanding How this could be um, used for different use cases, right? Whether you're doing customer 360 or IoT or business use cases. Um, So I think all of those uh, encompasses uh, part of the whole journey of this data transparency um, scenarios.
0: Excellent. I think there's a lot of reasons behind why this uh, data transparency thing is doing so well and why we're talking about it. So with that, we could probably talk another couple hours, but I do want to wrap this up. Uh, I want to give a big thanks again to Noelle Johanna, VP Principal Analyst from Forrester, for his input on data transparency. And uh, Jens Olivares, again, also thank you for your input. Um, as always, we continue to put these data matter podcasts out on a regular basis. We encourage you to go to stevosystems.com to learn more. And again, thank you to our both of our participants and have a great day.
2: Thank you, Doug.